0: The Capital Ideas Podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin. Investment professionals reveal their best mentors, how they find their next great idea, and a few funny stories. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. American Funds Distributors, Inc. You know, it can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through.
1: time here, nine minutes past the hour. Our guest is Max Wasserman, founder and senior portfolio manager of Miramar Capital. Max, summarizing your notes, I'd say that you do see value in the market in the form of some individual companies, but at the index level, you don't or may not see value at the moment because of of some considerations. So so you need to look beneath the hood, and uh, what are you finding?
2: Well, thank you for having me on. What we're seeing is that With the interest rates going up and the Fed tightening uh the monetary supply, it's basically not good for growth stocks. And the index is the S P five hundred is a market cap weighted index. And it's really been a proxy for the last five, six years for the Nasdaq one hundred. So we see the multiples on the Nasdaq and on the SP are still too high in this environment. But when you look under the hood and you look a little bit more broad based, we see opportunities in a lot of areas. You can see them in healthcare, we can see them in the aftermarket auto replacement parts. We like the defense area. We're looking for companies as dividend investors that are growing their top line revenue, growing their dividends, and have the ability to sustain in this market environment.
0: Given what you have just said, what do you see as the biggest risk and how do you hedge against that?
2: Well, I think we don't we don't hedge We're we're long only in our stock portfolio but how you would defend yourself is basically lowering the beta in the portfolio not to be too technical but when you have the high growth stocks or what we call the higher risk companies you gotta lower that exposure so what we've done is we have basically lowered our exposure to the nasdaq and in the bond market we shortened our duration because we're not fighting with the fed the fed has told us that they're raising interest rates and they're going to continue, so we're going to take them at their word now.
1: With the extraordinary shock that we've seen, uh, how easy is it to find companies that are either steady with their dividend or raising their dividend and not fear that because of the, uh, this huge dislocation that, uh, that it could change quickly?
2: Well, I think you've got to always stay on top of these companies and, and see what they're doing with the payout ratio and seeing what they're doing what their dividend policy. But, for example, when you look at the defense companies, they're having a tremendous year. Companies like General Dynamics, Lockheed Martin, which we have investments in, have had a tremendous year so far. And we see their revenue still climbing because what people don't realize in the defense industry, for example, it's apolitical. I mean, the demand is there. And given the fact there's so few players, and in this environment where uncertainty, there's just more demand. And as Europe re- restocks up their, their armory, if you will, that's going to bode well for us because we supply a lot of it. When we look at companies like in the auto replacement area, to give an example, another way of an investment, like Advanced Auto Parts, uh, we're looking at a company that is basically 12 times earnings, has a dividend payout ratio of like 35%, paying you about over 4%, and we think they have plenty of cash on hand. So we like companies with strong cash flow, great balance sheets. And we're not looking for companies that stretch out to meet the dividend. We want plenty of cash on, on the balance sheets to cover them.
0: On the whole, Max, I mean, what assumptions are you making about profitability in 2023? We talk about companies still dealing with high inflation, markets still dealing with supply chain issues. What does it all mean for profit?
2: Well, I think you're going you're gonna to have two markets this year. You're going to have the first quarter the first half is going to be dealing with the slowing economy and i think companies earnings are not going to be a stellar so i think people are and they've already been dealing with the supply chain issue they've already been lowering down their earnings estimates and dealing with the cost inflation and we think that's going to come to fruition in the first half that's why we think the multiple on the and P is still too high given the earnings outlook so we think the first half of the year is still going to be choppy Given the second half of the year, I think you'll see more clarification of what the Fed is doing. And as you'll see, inflation, we think, will start coming under control more in the second half. The pressures will ease on the companies. But we think the first quarter is still going to be challenging to companies with earnings. And you're already seeing that. A lot of great companies have basically been hit very hard due to inflation, a rising dollar, supply chain issues. So as those ease going into the second half of next year, we think it's going to be a much better market. But the Fed is still raising interest rates. You're still having some supply chain issues. You're still having some uncertainty. So that's where we think it's going to be choppy for a little while
1: longer. Do do you think the reopening of China could mean an inflation problem uh, sort of stoked a little further this year and that it may take longer for central banks to get uh, inflation under control?
2: Well, that's a great question. That's what we've been really uh, debating here a lot. We thought that the Fed was going to change their policy in November, December of last year when the Fed said it was transitory. And when they did, now we believe the Fed. We believe that they will not necessarily uh, be cutting interest rates the second half of the year, which a lot of market uh, analysts are looking for. We don't see that happening as quickly. I mean, you might go neutral, but I don't know if they're going to be cutting interest rates. And with China opening up, that's more inflationary pressure. That's going to put pressure on oil. That's going to put demand. Hopefully that clears up the supply chain. So we think we have a little ways before the Fed were to stop. So if the Fed's looking to raise another, let's say, 100 basis points, they may do it in increments of 50 or a quarter, but we don't see them doing an about-face this summer like everybody else is predicting. So we think it's as the China opens up, we think that's going to put more pressure on the Fed to stay the course they're on.
0: So, Max, what's the base case for the U.S. economy? I mean, we're seeing a spike in layoffs at tech companies and banks. Do you read that as a signal for an impending recession or not?
2: I think the market, it's whether or not what we feel it, but the bond market's saying that, that the economy is going to be slowing down. But I think what you're going to see is it's going to be a reevaluation of what the earnings are going to be for the S&P. So right now, people are looking for 225 in earnings earnings uh, for next year, and we think it's going to be more like around 200. So mm. at 200, you're looking at about still a 17 multiple. So we think you could see the multiple come down one or two times. Again, it's a market-weighted cap index. So we think it's going to be very challenging. Yes, we think you could, you could see a recession, but the market, I think, is starting to discount that already. I think what concerns us is the fact that everybody keeps thinking this is going to do about-face and that the Fed's going to bail everybody out um, on the Mm -hmm. second half by cutting interest rates. We're not Mm -hmm. so convinced that that's going to happen. So we're cautioning people still stay away from the high-risk areas of the market, and we're not convinced that you should be jumping out on the yield curve yet.
1: But we may be getting towards the uh, peak of inflation and the end of of higher rates. And if you look at cyclical companies, or if you just look at, say, uh, financials and energy, they're nowhere near the lows of the year. And they've made some pretty handsome moves here in the past couple of months. Is that suggesting a trend that looks much better, say, six months out?
2: Yeah, I think energy specifically was in such trouble for so many years that people just forget. They were on the verge of bankruptcy. They were cutting their dividends. Uh, we still think that's gonna uh, the energy is on a different cycle, we believe, right now. With the shutdown in production, with the fact that the US energy policy is a little bit all over the place and the fact that oil demand we think is gonna stay with us for a while, we could see energy staying at this oil staying at these prices or to a hundred dollars a barrel. That could be consistent through the year, regardless um, of maybe a slowdown in the US because if China comes back on the market that put up well, upward pressure on it. Industrials, we like it, we just like it selectively. Uh, financials, you know, financials has not been the greatest for the banks. The banks have had a very challenging time, and we think maybe next year could be a little bit better for them on a valuation perspective. And again, as dividend investors, you know, we like the 3 to 4% yields we're getting on major uh, banks, hmm. which have strong balance sheets. So we look, financials would be good. We just think the area that's not going to be as strong, the leadership's not going to reemerge as quickly is technology. We think those multiples are still too high.
0: Right. We're still reading the leaves. Max Wasserman, founder and senior portfolio manager of Miramar Capital, we thank you so much for your insights today.
1: Hi everyone, I'm Paul Nyka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our
2: buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from iHeart Podcast where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun.